1: and welcome back to another episode of no other pod i'm jimmy once again joined by my good friend dan i can't talk tonight apparently it's just you know still upset by that loss to seattle so choked up well uh, we'll talk about it all it's not a victory pod because we did not get a victory and uh, that's a little bit of a bummer but we got two chances for a victory pod this upcoming week so we'll see how we do but double uh, game week it's a double game week man holy cow we're playing uh double texas we got dallas and houston
2: holy cow we do it's a texas week yeehaw yeehaw hi to yeah. partner hi to partner
1: yeah so it's uh that's why uh i don't know if you saw our good buddy sean goodwin had texas on the mind talking about how texas is the worst state for soccer and all three texas teams are the bottom three teams
2: in the west so um, Goodwin said that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah whoa he's trying to get some heat i'm fighting words trying to i mean he's fight not- texas He's not wrong. And uh, <laughs> if we are to even lose one of these games, I will I will be very mad. Yes. I'll be very mad. <laughs> we uh we'll talk
1: about it all and we'll break down the Seattle game and what happened and and uh sort of some of the bummer things that happened in that game that leave us a little bit short manned for the Dallas game tonight. So we'll see. My god, but, uh, it is tonight,
2: dude. It's we tonight. You got no time to freaking have a, a memorandum here you have no you have no time to, to no. sulk to 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 dissect and watch the tape and figure out what happened and wow just yeah. forget it just yeah. uh, it, you know what's Jalen Hurt say it's like a, it's like taking a crap you just flush <laughs> it down
1: <laughs> that was the weirdest interview I've ever heard a player do who
2: says that he actually said it's like taking a deuce oh buddy you said that's like, almost like uh, taking a deuce sounds worse than taking a poop because the word yeah. poop can be kind of funny
1: He, uh, yeah. He, I mean, for those, if you watch Monday Night Football, you saw the the Eagles in general uh, had a terrible game. And <laughs> let me just say, you laughed at me earlier this year when I said MLS is dumb to schedule a game on Thanksgiving opposite oh, sure, the Cowboys because sure. the Cowboys are going to be good this year. And you were Mr. Legos, the Cowboys, they're not going to be good.
2: Well, that's just because I know Cowboy fans and I like <laughs> pissing them off. You know
1: what I mean? So I'm just saying and they're,
2: they're – they're like they're probably like Chiefs fans of the past they're very cautious when saying we're good you know what I mean that's true but uh, and now old school Chiefs fans are like well y'all y'all don't know how to lose like come on we've been here before we know this game
1: (laughs) it is it is funny you know Chiefs fans now they're like I was talking to a a friend who's a Chiefs fan and and they were like you know even now like with Mahomes and, and and Tyreek and Kelsey and all that like even when we're winning I still have that like anxiety type feeling in me where i'm just used to the chiefs letting me down over the years where like i just expect it to happen yeah. still even though you have arguably the greatest quarterback to ever play the game and they're potentially the greatest tight end to ever play the game and one of the best receivers in the league so
2: well and there's this meme from the Ballad of buster scruggs you ever watched this on netflix at uh, all i have heard of it i've not watched it pretty decent by the way kind of weird well it's a couple guys getting hanged and they're like crying into their hands they got the nooses around their necks and it says like Chiefs fans uh post Mahomes era and then it (laughs) it, the next the next one is James Franco sitting there with a noose around his neck next to these guys and it says Chiefs fans pre Mahomes era and it says first time yeah (laughs) I know
1: what mean we are talking about
2: that's how it feels it's like uh, you know we know what's going on well
1: Josh Gordon coming potentially Josh sounds like he's coming to the chiefs so that's, bring you know. that
2: cheater on over well, well take first him. off
1: is really is, is weed what? really cheating
2: was it weed they said it was performance enhancing stuff it's weed i thought it was other stuff too like I'm peds sure or whatever
1: they know weed is just a banned substance like they the, said
2: performance enhancing. What does weed enhance your performance to do? Well, Eat it's more. The same,
1: this is the uh, the Olympics thing all over again Experience. with, yeah, uh, the sprinter who she smoked some weed and then got disqualified for a performance enhancing okay. drug. But like, I
2: get that. Then I'm not going to talk about the weed. I don't care about that. Like, let's all smoke till we till we're fucking crazy, right? <laughs> but let's. I thought it was more than that. Okay, no, so it's, I,
1: it's he's had it.
2: He. he I mean, I'll walk he, it back.
1: It's, it's, it's as far as I know, I mean, he's got some stuff in his past, you know, he grew up in a rough area and and had to navigate some potential gang life type stuff. But the stuff that he's been suspended for the drugs is, is weed. So,
2: well, Wikipedia made it sound serious when it said like performance enhancing. And I'm like, weed only enhances your performance to sit on the couch.
1: (laughs) I'm like 99% positive. uh, It's, it's weed. So but
2: what the hell? well he should have went to the UFC because they don't care about that anymore yeah so
1: I don't know it's um who knows? If, if I'm wrong people will tell us because people tell us all the time when we're wrong on well, the internet
2: and don't so, don't be hitting us up with your your uh religious devil's lettuce comments all right it's <laughs> it's <laughs> weed is very much accepted now it is not the devil's lettuce yeah
1: so you know it's uh the ganj yeah it's it's he was suspended indefinitely for uh, violating the NFL's policies on performance enhancing substances and substances of abuse.
2: So what so, was the performance? In- okay. So that's just it's, a it's the latter name. part.
1: Yeah. It's the substances okay. of abuse part that.
2: So they tie him together. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because it sounds like the dude was roiding out. You know right. what I mean? It sounds like no. the dude was shooting up. No. So Hey, you know more, if he can make it work and he's had plenty
1: of chances. And so this is yeah. another one and you know, more power to yeah. him for, for trying again. And, Hopefully the NFL and any sport can catch up to, you know, modern society at some point when it comes to marijuana, but we'll see. You can take all sorts of crazy ass shots in the middle of a game to mask your pain and pretend your body isn't breaking by the you, very second in the NFL, but you can't smoke a little weed.
2: So what kind of, what kind of shots? What are we, what are we talking oh, they about? They have
1: all sorts of weird pain killing drugs where they'll just like shoot you up mid game to just pretend so your body doesn't know that it's like breaking
2: like cortisone or something cortisone all sorts of stuff stuff
1: that, yeah it's you know gotcha just very arbitrary what I, is I, and is not allowed some
2: cortisone stuff we'll we'll see, we'll well, see how talk to works. your doctor I, I did dr jim jim
1: <laughs> Doctors, <laughs> yep, no, i'm not a doctor <laughs> uh so you know uh it's an interesting time to be a kansas city fan so all, in all sports but uh well
2: just flush it down <laughs>
1: We, uh, you know, we love our fans, even though we are not a professional sports team. And one thing we ask of our fans is to leave us five-star ratings and <gasps> reviews. And y'all know if we get a new five-star rating and review, we will read it. And we oh got one. Oh my
2: God. Are you ready for this? This is going to be a journey. This is going to be fun. Cause I think I pointed something out to you that you didn't see right away. Mm-hmm. And you're going to love this. Okay. It's five stars. It says borrowed iPad review. That was in quotes. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Coozer's advice and borrowing in quotes an ipad to write this review brilliant idea listen to the podcast every wednesday morning as i get ready to start my day great work and keep it up guys gotta go i'm starting to get them weird looks from the old lady who owns this george and i'm like is this serious and i look up at the person's username Mm -hmm. and it says joy 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 down in my heart and i'm like oh that's not george that is (laughs) that is an old christian woman uh named joy <laughs> like it has to be so joy thank you slash george <laughs> i died dude i laughed so hard
1: it's, it's, it's pretty actually hilarious happened. i well, so this is what's funny i very much thought george is just telling a story and i'm not still 100 convinced he's not kind of making this up but if he if he did this this is performance art at its finest because that means he had to create an entirely new account and come up with a username that makes it seem like it's an old christian lady or he actually borrowed an ipad from somebody and did it which is very possible because i i I mean george tell us if we're wrong but i would be surprised i would be surprised if george's username on his own was joy 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 down in my heart
2: (laughs) so it just sounds like the start of a start of a hymn (laughs)
1: well it's the it's a song is it yeah, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Going down on me, you, you good no, that's Lord. Not, oh. That's not the, you clearly not did it? not go to Sunday school.
2: No, I, I usually just, hung, I, I sneak out and go hang out in the bathroom. Yeah, well, it's a real song. <laughs> I so. just hang out in the bathroom because I didn't want to be there. Okay,
1: I don't want to know what you're doing. We'll just leave it at that.
2: <laughs> Nothing, just hanging out <laughs> just with staring at a just wall
1: just chilling. Dropping a deuce and then I flushing it down. I wasn't. See. Call back. don't do that at church man that's a <laughs> sin <laughs> but uh well thank you george slash joy
2: this is awesome if, we, if more people can do that that's hilarious Steal that is so fun i obviously was just ribbing i was just being silly but like if this is real that's so cool yeah so <laughs> it's so like savage Thank you, George. If you have not
1: yet left us a five star rating or review, or if you do not have an iPhone or an iPad or access to Apple Podcasts, go find another old lady and borrow her iPad and, and <laughs> you know, tell us how much you love listening to our podcast while using her Apple ID.
2: Can you do this at Best Buy or Apple Store? You know, they're all oh, logged I'm, in to certain stuff.
1: Yeah. I'm sure that's, oh you know, what, We're you know,
2: cheaters. <laughs> Apple has
1: to have like, you know, in-store accounts that are logged in or whatnot, just to, you know, show people what the, 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 you know, Apple store environment is or, or whatnot on the phone. So I'm sure you can go there and review all sorts of podcasts, uh, including ours. So go do it. Awesome. But, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot to talk about, uh, this week. Um, it got pretty warm on Sunday against Seattle, which kind of sucked. Oh, what happened? Kind of sucked. Uh, a week I was like, "Fall is here, baby." I did think fall was here, and then Sunday and this these first couple of days, it's been summer's coming back. But you know, I think, I think fall is coming around the corner soon. So, uh, we we will hope that next Sunday when Houston's in, uh, in town, uh, the the autumn air uh, will be back. Uh, but you know, along with autumn, uh, there are pumpkins. I don't know if you carve pumpkins, but. My niece and nephew just did their painting of the pumpkins last weekend. So, you know, doing a a little seasonal stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, while you're taking care of your pumpkins, uh, our friends at Manscaped want to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. So (laughs) 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 make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. So uh, ready to leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD. So bundle up with Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 with the lawnmower, 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Travel Bag to hold all the goodies. Uh, the lawnmower 4.0 has the skin safe technology, the 4000K LED spotlight. It's waterproof. The weed whacker has that same proprietary skin safe technology, a 9000 RPM motor, and the 360 degree rotary dual blade system. And then, just like you like your pumpkin spice lattes, go ahead and get the crop preserver ball deodorant and the crop reviver ball toner. Manscaped even threw in the two free bags, the performance package 4.0 boxers and the shed travel bag so get 20% off plus free shipping with code no other pod at manscaped.com that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code no other pod at manscaped.com make your balls a priority this fall and choose manscaped
2: you know sometimes i think you do more dramatic pauses than Stephen a smith (laughs) 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 there was a whole dude go look it up john oliver just did it on last week tonight It was like, and now, and it was just—he just stares into the camera and doesn't say anything.
1: Yeah, so Stephen A. does it for dramatic effect. I'm doing yeah. it because I just can't read.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I mean, have to catch my place. Time is money, man. Slow, yeah. you know, slow and steady—that'll that gets people's attention, especially if you talk all quietly. Yeah, gets their attention.
1: Stephen A. also uses big words like you know, temerity and unmitigated gall. Oh, I'm like God. Stephen A. I don't, I don't yeah. know what you're what you're talking U-
2: about ubiquitous flatulence <laughs> i'm
1: you know what i wouldn't be surprised if at some point Stephen a has said the phrase ubiquitous flatulence on espn
2: <laughs> i don't know what ubiquitous is but it's a it's one of the sort of the few U words out there so that's yeah, how you, you know think.
1: i think it means uh yeah that's like kind of like everywhere like if something's ubiquitous like you find it all over the place Um, so ubiquitous flatulence would be someone's you know farting all over the place
2: farts all over that's my that's my game (laughs) (laughs) ask ask my wife she's very upset
1: (laughs) so uh let's let's get into well i do want to get into the sporting kc game um before before we talk about the sporting kc game i do just want to um acknowledge uh, this kind of came out right before the game happened. It started on, on Facebook was the first place I saw it. But longtime Sporting KC supporter, um, Eduardo Meza, uh, yeah. tragically passed away. Uh, it sounds like it was at a, uh, an accident at his place of work, which Jesus. is uh, really heartbreaking. Um, he has three children and, and a bunch of family members. I mean, you've probably seen him in the cauldron at times. Uh, just banging on the big old drum and generally being a, a, a fantastic sporting KC supporter uh, and just helping really build the cauldron into the environment that it is today. So uh, our thoughts go out to uh, Eduardo Maza's family, uh, his children, uh, all of his family, uh, the entire cauldron family who, who knew Eduardo. Um, the cauldron has set up a GoFundMe for Eduardo's family to help cover uh, funeral related costs and just sort of help them get through this tough time. So you can go um, to the Cauldron's Twitter account at Casey Cauldron on Twitter, and, and they have a link to that if you do feel so inclined. Um, but we just wanted to give a, a shout out and say our, our thoughts are with Eduardo oh, yeah. and family.
2: 100%. And this is how this is how the past couple of years have have ruined me. And probably a lot of you, too. You, if Someone passes away, you automatically assume it's this pandemic that we're going through you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah so when you said uh it was an accident i was like i i didn't know yeah
1: it's i i didn't know um uh, if you read uh the information on the GoFundMe from the uh the funeral fund that they've set up uh it it says that he died suddenly in an accident at work on saturday afternoon so good just a real bummer but we
2: are on borrowed time borrowed time folks and hug everybody and and live life to the fullest It's, it's just crazy yes sir so oh.
1: um uh, no great transition from that but we'll move on to uh yeah, what
2: what in the world how do you how do you do that to us
1: I, yeah i just wanted to give a shout out so and, and let people know where they could go to help but hey um, pv
2: gave a shout out man too he did. that was a uh, that was pretty neat were you Peter. at the
1: press conference i was not at the press conference i went home um i was kind of tired and i was like ah, i just want to get home before it gets you know i get too sleepy too tired uh and i'm you know
2: it was an early um, game for the record people, and and Jimmy had to get to bet.
1: It's because I'm an old man, but PV <laughs> did get a give a shout out to Eduardo Meza's family. Uh, he also gave a shout out to Andy Reid, who went to the hospital for a little bit after the game because he was feeling ill. So, right, uh,
2: you know, PV, I I'd go to the hospital guy. too if I lost to the Chargers. <laughs> no. And you know what, Dick, you know, asshole Chargers fans, if they would if if Andy Reid would have passed away, God forbid, they would have been like, we killed Andy Reid. We're so good yeah guaranteed oh. guaranteed there's people like that out there guaranteed there's a lot of people
1: all over the place so i'm sure there are some assholes everywhere but right you ever just go to included.
2: you ever just go to comment sections and and just like you're like man i wish i could check these people but i'm actually a professional uh i'm a working professional and i can't have my name attached to owning people i have had to train myself not to read comment sections uh, yeah. because
1: i don't have anything nice to say to a lot of those people
2: Right. I just, I go, I don't know why I even go in there. It's, it's just a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of people that make me think like, man, Facebook was kind of fun in like 2006. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's like, Oh, my family's on there. Everything sucks. (laughs) I
1: I do not read Facebook comments. I will tell you that much. Yeah. No joke. Um, let's talk about this game a little bit you know i think sure, we were if you say so <laughs> we were hoping to see uh, alan Polito back and and he did not uh make his way back into the lineup peter Vermees talked about it a little bit and says he's actually progressing pretty well but he still felt some general soreness at training and they just are being extra cautious because they don't want to cause an injury elsewhere and you know well we can we can talk about that a little bit more later because i think people are, are a little weary of okay we have this 10 million dollar player and he misses quite a bit of time for injury so which is you know I'm not going to say it's not totally valid criticism, but we had uh, Kyrie Shelton uh, starting up top. And, and then the rest of the lineup was, was close to what is as much of a first choice lineup now as you can get.
2: And you so. think if you're going to put that lineup out, which was 90% the exact same lineup we had against Minnesota, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, we're going to, we're just going to score four, four goals again. that will be great. And then it's like, oh, wait, Seattle's got a pretty, pretty decent team let's let's relax on that uh, assumption
1: yeah seattle is not minnesota seattle is is, is very good and you, you know, say they, that
2: jimmy and minnesota went up there and freaking beat them but well, seattle's yeah. not good at home which is weird
1: they should be uh you know they're better on the M- road this year mls is weird yeah seattle this year they're i mean they still have a winning record at home they're six three and four at home but they're eight two and two on the road that's so wild it that is that very nonsense. strange uh they are what's our um,
2: record on the road it's got to be pretty good, too. Six, four, and two. Better than home, right? Uh, seven, two, and five at home. Oh, okay. So, um,
1: you know, we're, we're pretty good both at home and on the road. Um, but this was a big game because we were up one point on Seattle, but we also had played one more game than Seattle. So we were really hoping to at least get some sort of result to, to kind of keep that point distance, even though they still have a game in hand. But players like Raul Ruiz Diaz and Christian Roldan and, you know, Jao Paulo, the, Stephen Fry these are very, very good players. So, uh, they came out and, um, you know, sporting Kansas city wins possession as we do in almost every game and actually outshot Seattle. But really this was uh, a game that in my view, sporting KC they, they beat themselves. It was, times. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both the goals. And, you know, it, it was the 31st minute when, um, when Seattle uh, scored their first goal, and and it, it sort of came off of a a silly giveaway, and then Christian Roldan was just kind of unmarked in the box, and then he redirected a Brad Smith's cross, uh, Brad Smith cross onto the 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 net that Timilia got a hand to, but couldn't stop it, and 1-0 off of a a dumb
2: Sporting KC turnover. Good old good old Brad Smith. You see him hanging on to that little patch of hair on, on the front of his head. <laughs> just shave that, dude. What are you doing? He, I'm like, yeah. who, I'm like, oh look at them letting the 50 year olds play. That's great. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> calling
2: us a retirement league, giving us a bad name, man. But it's no, just... I just uh, it, both these goals though they it just kind of oh, it was just messy, and and that second one in general just bounced around in there forever, and uh, just having some issues, man. I I don't know if it's just Seattle's that good or we just had too long of a break. I I think that that matters having a 10 day layoff like we did.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we asked, or I had asked Peter Vermees at the the press conference um, after the Minnesota game, like, "Hey, ten days off. Seattle's got two games between now and then. Like, what what do you think?" And he and he said, "Then he goes, we might actually be at a disadvantage because of that. They get to stay in form.
2: We need to play games. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and, and Seattle you know, also almost won the league's cup for God's sakes. Yeah,
1: it definitely. um, it, it, There was no extra time or whatnot, but they were." they were in it
2: until way late in the game. You know, you got a little away from them, but um, they Let played real hard. This, they Why'd they play a first choice lineup in the league's cup? And we're like, Oh, we can't possibly do that. We have a game this weekend and we had a game last weekend. Seattle had a game last weekend and they had a game this weekend. And they're like, well, we got a first choice lineup. Like Peter doesn't have faith in our guys to not get hurt. I mean,
1: some of it is that I think. and And then, Another part of it is if we were playing in the Leagues League's Cup final, I, we would have sure. played first-choice lineup. But didn't they but... play
2: a first-choice lineup through the whole thing?
1: They did, yeah.
2: I mean, I don't
1: – Peter Maybe decided first... to not prioritize Leagues Cup this year, flat I out.
2: Get, and we lost Jalen Lindsay because of it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's I, I see that. But it's just That's... upsetting to see someone take something seriously and have some success in it, and they had the same disadvantage that we had with multiple multiple games, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Uh, Peter Peter was pretty honest at the time being like, hey, I got to pick and choose when I'm playing my guys and we have some depth issues. And, you know, Buzio was, I, I forget exactly, he was about to to be sold or just had been sold. And, we, you know, he was on uh, the, the Gold Cup roster and we probably knew he wasn't coming back. And there was just a lot going on. And he, that's where, you know, guys like Cade and Pierre have made their one and only appearance. And, and he might be called upon uh
2: yeah, maybe tonight
1: against dallas because graham Zusi is suspended on yellow card accumulation and jalen lindsey is out because he's still injured so we have no right back
2: well they said jake <laughs> davis can play back there as well mm-hmm. but
1: uh which k pierre's a,
2: probably like i was here first
1: well that's an interesting <laughs> I, I remember at the time thinking when they signed jake davis that it's interesting they went out of their way to mention He's a midfielder, but he also can play right back because it almost made me wonder, since it was post-Kaden Pierre signing, and we hadn't seen Kaden Pierre, certainly at that point, he hadn't made any appearances. I'm not even sure if he was in any team selections. Um,
2: and it was post-Jalen injury too, right? and
1: Yeah, it made yeah. me wonder, hmm, if they're going out of their way to mention that Jake Davis can play right back, do they not have as much trust in Kaden Pierre at this point uh, playing for the first team? And Jake Davis has made his debut for the first team. It was about 90 seconds long, but he's gotten in for an MLS game before Cade and Pierre did. That's true. So uh,
2: that's, yeah, that's very true at the, in the midfield. Um, it was midfield. You, but, that's his
1: more natural position. But I mean, what are your options at right back with, with Zussi out and, and Lindsay out it's Pierre, you know, Jake Davis or Cam Duke.
2: I must've been talking or something. Cause I don't even remember seeing Zussi get a yellow card. Um, I just don't remember it at all. So I don't remember what it, was, what it was for. It must have been very quiet. I mean, it must not have been anything overly it, aggressive or something. You know? What's
1: most annoying is it was in the fourth minute of stoppage time in the
2: second half. Oh, so wow. like That is annoying.
1: 90 plus four. He got his yellow wow. card and and then we'll be suspended. So the
2: whistle's about to blow and he has to miss the next game. In, yep. in 60 seconds of his life, that decision yep. is made. Yep. That's too bad.
1: So... But, you know, Zussi, he um, he didn't have a great game. I mean, this isn't 100% his fault, but that second goal in, in the 55th minute, uh, he sends a cross into our own box. And, I mean, it was weird watching. If you watch the replay and watching on camera, if you watch the broadcast, you actually don't see what happens because you see Zussi. It's a tight shot of Zussi. He passes it into the box. And next thing you know, he's throwing up his hands and screaming at his own guys, and they cut out wide and – Seattle has the ball. And then uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz chips Melia almost, and the ball's flying all over the place. And then Will Bruin hits a header into the corner of the net, and it's 2 0. And, and basically, what happened is Graham Zusi sent a pass into the middle of the box. And, uh, you know, it's I, I couldn't tell if it's Ilya who maybe thought that uh, Andreu Fontes was going to step up and receive the pass. And Andreu Fontes clearly thought Ilya was going to receive the pass.
2: And then. Nobody did. The thing is, why are we sending passes in the middle of our box anyways? Fair question. I hate that. It's just, it's, not, it's not good awareness. And, and I feel that uh, also, why is Will Bruin like the most underrated striker ever? Like he looks like a man who should not be doing what he does. And then he scores goals. He gets goals, man. Yeah. Seattle loves him. Like fans, they love him the dancing bear as they call him i don't know why they call him that why is that a thing (laughs) i mean very serious what what is that for
1: i i i couldn't tell you the origin of the dancing bear nickname but that is his name so well that's dumb yeah like that is just dumb (laughs) uh you know former dynamo man and then he went to seattle and and he's been very serviceable for for seattle
2: yeah so and and for him to be in there like that man like it's and that header was was spot on in the corner. Like, Tim was not getting up to get that. You see well, Rua Diaz tried to claim the goal?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, back up, dude. I remember when Seattle traded for Will Bruin and it was like, it came out that it was like $50,000 in allocation money they got him for. And right. I remember at the time, it was at the exact same time that Orlando City traded for Dom Dwyer when we got rid mm. of Dom Dwyer for like a million dollars. And I remember being mm. like, I think Dom and Will Bruin, like, I, I actually wrote an article at the time back when Total MLS was a thing. I looked at them, their careers statistically, and they were about the same age. And I was like, they've scored the same amount of goals. They average about the same amount of goals per year. Now, Dom had those couple of years where he had like 22 goals or whatever, but sure. over the course of their career, I'd argue Will Bruin and Dom Dwyer, effectively the same output in terms of... of playing at forward and will bruin maybe even now is a better player still and he was fifty thousand dollars versus a million dollars
2: look at the return of on investment there yeah Will bruin is still playing for that team that paid for him dom dwyer is not and not only did he get sold to orlando city orlando made him get a divorce like it's a whole thing (laughs) (laughs) i don't know he's getting a divorce so not only is he not scoring goals he's divorced that's crazy
1: yeah well all the best to him and Sydney. So, what, do
2: you, what did I do? Was I offensive? Is just, who knows what's going on? So we'll, we'll we'll leave that to them. I don't think I even did I say something untrue. I mean, you, you, what you're saying is factual. I just say he's getting a divorce. That seems very. That's that's what's happening. Okay.
1: Uh, Sporting KC did sort of stage a little bit of a comeback. Um, in in the 60th minute, Johnny Russell received uh, a set piece, and and Seattle's defense sort of um they kind of fell a little flat-footed and Stefan fry for whatever reason couldn't stop johnny's shot and it's uh it's 2-1 and then there were some times after that where i was actually kind of like oh man
2: sporting might actually earn a point out of this game still and at that point aren't you just like let's just tie the game let's just tie the game i was actually hoping for a draw at like halftime I was like, oh, yeah. let's just, let's just tie this game and call it a day. Okay. Yeah. Cause this is scary shit.
1: No, it's, I mean, Peter said in his quotes after the game, he was, he was basically saying that uh, he, he said, I thought in the first half we were just playing the game. We weren't out there to win. Uh, yeah. and he said in the second half, uh, we came out to win and, and we went after it a little bit. We were making penetrating runs, getting in the box, etc. cetera. Uh, but um, yeah, he was like, we just, we didn't do a good job. Um, and, and he said, Uh, You know, they're a good team. Uh, Hopefully we learned a valuable lesson, but we made really poor plays. The first one, we shouldn't be trying to do what we did by any means. We had just survived the play before it. So for us to then give the ball away and expose ourselves the way we did is just not uh, what we try to address and deal with. Um, And then he said, the second goal, even with the loss of possession, we still had two guys on one, and we should have taken care of that play easily. We have to be honest with ourselves. We were poor. Our defending was very poor.
2: So... Well, yeah, I tell you, they don't have long to fix that. I mean, you would think, hey, this is what we're going to work on in training this week. Yeah, no, no, no. You're going to have like a recovery session. They call it regen on Monday. Tuesday's going to be running through like scout teams for Dallas or whatever. And then you're traveling. Yeah, They ain't working on shit this week, Jimmy. They're not working on anything.
1: No. I mean, so what's interesting is if you look at the XG for this game, uh, expected goals. Seattle, 0.7 XG, SKC, 0.5 XG. It's not like if you look at the advanced stats that there were significant differences in terms of no. quality of chances or whatnot. And Sporting KC had a significant possession advantage, 65 to 35. We just were dumb.
2: Yeah, I mean, the goals that happened just shouldn't happen. Um, right. It's not like they outplayed us, which, which should make you feel comfortable about them playing in seattle uh october 23rd they're gonna want that revenge now that's a, that's the best of three series here man mm-hmm. we beat them in seattle arguably a, a lesser team they had some guys injured and out on national duty or whatever i think but then they came here and beat us mm-hmm. arguably a full strength team minus mm-hmm. alan Polito. yeah so which is a
1: bit of a pretty big missing piece
2: yeah but best of three coming man so i hope they can get something done
1: October twenty third. I know a lot of Sporting KC fans are heading out to that game. So a lot of a lot of Sporting KC fans bought tickets out to that game after the first game in Seattle because they knew. Like that night, I saw a bunch of people being like booking my tickets to Seattle October twenty third because that's going to be a decisive game in terms of who wins the West.
2: That's not decision day, right? No. Okay. I think
1: we play RSL on decision day, which is I think November fourth.
2: Yeah, I forgot. We got to go into oh, November, and then the playoffs don't start till like November twentieth, and it's yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's going to be some cold playoffs. Maybe. I don't know. Climate change. It's weird. <laughs> Who knows what's happening? I have no uh, idea. All of a sudden, it's going to be like stormy soon. That's weird. But but this game just was marred by
1: just dumb mistake after dumb mistake. Even in the 70th minute after we'd already pulled back a goal, Felipe, uh, uh, or not Felipe, uh, Luis Martins almost gave up another goal just off of a dumb play because um, Seattle sends a long cross that you know, from deep in their territory over to to Luis Martins and he heads the ball. And I don't know if he's trying to head it to, to Fontes. I don't know if he's trying to head it to Tim Milia. This was I think right in front of you too. What he does is he heads it directly to Raul Ruiz Diaz who has a free run on goal with Tim Milia and somehow Tim Milia stops this one-on-one because that would have immediately iced the game, but yeah, just like had to step up every single possible like defensive mistake you can make this game Sporting KC were making.
2: Pretty much, man. Pretty much. And we, they put in, uh, easy towards the end of the game. Good to get him back in there. Yeah. And I think, you know, I could see what Peter was doing. He, he, he moved Ilya up to the midfield mm-hmm. and put E.C. back there for some height on some set pieces. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that paid off immediately, dude. His Easy's positioning, good. his headers, like all I did was watch him. Cause when mm-hmm. a guy comes on, I, I tend to focus on them for like five minutes just to mm-hmm. see. Because they're usually a little more fired up, you know? Yeah. His, dude, no one's winning a header over him. The dude's no. massive.
1: Well, especially that was his first appearance since, what, early August, I think? Is that so, right? It's been a bit. But the, the thing I noticed, too, because breaking news, neither Fontes or Ilia are very fast. And so having EC back there, like, there were, there were a couple times where he was, you know, in foot races with Rui Diaz or whatnot. And I'm like, you're keeping up. It's yeah. not a total embarrassment. Like, if that was Fontas trying to keep up with Rudy, as I mean, rest in peace, Andre Fontas. That's not happening.
2: He's, he's got so, the stride of a gazelle, man. He's a uh, he's, he's, he's beast. He's, he's you
1: know, Punchech had a little bit of that athleticism, but I, God knows what happened to him. He's fallen off the map in terms of playing time. But E.C. has that athleticism and, and that ability to to recover that we haven't had in our center backs. And that's not to say Fontas and, and Ilya haven't been a very good partnership, but EC just gives you a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. So absolutely, I would prefer, even though I think Ilya has done a good job, we don't really have great midfield depth right now. I think I wouldn't hate having Ilya back in that number six spot, even just available off the bench, if nothing else.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it's, even if he started there, I think things would be fine. But I, I don't think EC's 90 minutes yet. I don't think that's where he's going. Yeah, um, probably need a few more, few more substitutions for that.
1: Yeah. the The, the problem is, so we have Jose Maury, Maury, however you say his name, who who's clearly the first choice, number six now. Remy Voltaire can play the number six, but Peter likes him more at the number eight. Mm-hmm. So you have Remy and Roger who can kind of play that number eight. You have Gotti and, and Cam who are kind of that number ten, so we really don't have a number six outside of uh, Jose Mari and Ilie, and so when Ilie is not available because he's at center back, it, it just makes it a lot more difficult, especially while Felipe Hernandez is still out, makes it a lot more difficult to fit those pieces in the midfield where they need to go. Yeah, so
2: absolutely agree.
1: I don't know. Uh, there there was one bit of good news that came out of the game day and that was you didn't hear it because you weren't watching the broadcast you were I, I did. at the game
2: I, I saw it uh I saw it uh, a good friend uh tweeted me uh, or sent me a a text message about it <laughs> yeah it's a guy he's he's okay
1: yeah some some dude who who you happen to know um, some,
2: some dude bag douche bag, uh, d- dude some dude
0: i think, I think <laughs> it was, was call- jimmy it
1: think, was jimmy i think you just called me a douche dude but you know <laughs> dude dude bag.
2: yeah i don't know um
1: johnny russell apparently has verbally agreed to terms with sporting kc for a two-year extension
2: this so is big, big news dude i we've speculated for a bit thinking like does he want to be here mm-hmm. you know is he do we want him here like does, as, do we as we want a ownership him? yeah and f- to hear that and then to be confirmed in the press conference by Peter mm-hmm. to say that it's a verbal agreement and Johnny said the same thing and we should sign this week is what he said. I'm like, that's, that's pretty cool, man.
1: Yeah. Y'all know how this goes. We're recording this on, you know, Tuesday evening. So because we've recorded this, it'll either get officially confirmed to tonight and we'll miss it altogether, or it'll be tomorrow because we just released the podcast and then it's another week and and news drops when, we release podcast that's right. how it goes but yeah no peter said he didn't sign it but we've agreed verbally to terms if all goes well we'll sign this week and then johnny russell said you know we've we've been talking about this for a while and there have been too many games recently for any chance to really sit down and talk so it wasn't the right time um but we had a bit of a break and uh it's been spoken about for a while, but it moved pretty fast. I'm delighted to be here. I've said plenty of times that I wanted to extend my stay here. To do that is massive for me. I'm obviously not in a celebrating mood tonight, but I'm delighted <laughs> to extend my stay here and keep pushing to what the ultimate goal is, and that's winning.
2: Yeah, not the best time to celebrate, like, personal success and achievements and whatnot. <laughs> like, you know, you just lost a pretty heartbreaking game, and they're like, you know, I think, I think it was Chad, actually. Kudos to Chad for being like, you know you don't want to talk about the game let's talk about you yeah uh, how about this
1: <laughs> chat i mean hey chat is one who he will get out there and he'll ask a question that other people don't really want to ask because we don't want to get yelled at by peter and That's so true
2: man Chad will fall on the sword for you guys <laughs> <laughs> sean sometimes will too but uh you know with substitutions and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I do my best to, to not get yelled at by Peter,
2: if at all possible. So it's we'll good see. entertainment, dude. It's like a reality show. Like no one likes a reality show unless there's drama. Okay, yeah, well, I've been watching Big Brother this season. There's been little to no drama until last week. There was some drama and I was like, this is why <laughs> I'm here. This is why I'm here. You don't ever want to be the subject of the drama. No, you just like, want to view it from right. a distance. So if you could do that for us, we'll watch it.
1: Right. If you I like some weird shit, like there's there's a there's a tweet that I've seen go around a few times where it's like there's always one main character on Twitter every day. And your goal is to never be the main character on Twitter. And I feel Perfect. like that's my goal in the press conference is like never be the right. guy
2: who ends up being the story at the press conference. But here's the deal. We've always said that we are a people's podcast. We're here for you guys. Sure. We do this to keep our lives sane. But mm-hmm. we're not, you know, obviously, Manscapes paying what little bills we have, but <sighs> we're here for the people. So I think the people should submit questions to you oh, and don't you should pick a question. Me. You should pick one question every press conference to ask Peter. Dude, you're the voice of the people, the voice of the voiceless.
1: Yeah. Well, is that not cool?
2: Opening At JC Mac 3 it's amazing.
1: Opening up things to the internet has never backfired on anybody.
2: Dude, dude, you don't have to like, okay, you don't have to <laughs> accept some <laughs> terrible stuff like, oh, ask, ask Peter Vermees if he's racist. No, don't. you can pick and choose your own stuff dude you're not obligated this isn't some challenge that you lost on mtv you don't have to do it yeah
1: that's true
2: it's a neat idea no
1: i I like the idea i you know i I think we're working on maybe getting some other interviews and stuff in the near future and you know we we can certainly take questions especially for interviews on the podcast that's a little easier peter's usually not in moods to talk about things not about the game uh really in the post game pressers so So you you, you
2: don't think peter would be be okay if you were like uh, this is from SKC fans, seven zero five, uh, from Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> straight from Twitter. We got a question, Peter.
1: How, how, how did you feel when, when you saw the fuck off gif of yourself going around?
2: <laughs> it's like two years too late. <laughs> like Peter's
1: like, okay. And then I get kicked out and that's how I
2: lose my credential. Well, we'll get you back in. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy. His name's Do you, Patrick. <laughs> okay well we'll see I'm I'm, I'm I'm
1: waiting for patrick to help me with something else here we'll see <laughs> yeah uh so you, you know do i know what you're talking about you do we're,
2: we're not supposed to talk interview. about it here
1: working on an interview oh okay we'll see all right we'll see um uh, skc you know second place now with one more game played than seattle so but we got dallas tonight dallas just fired their head coach uh Lucci gonzalez um, he was Indeed. fired about ten days ago, so uh, Dallas is a little vulnerable, but they also
2: have a top scorer in Ricardo Pepi. <laughs> Ricardo,
1: uh, R- Ricardo Pepe, Ricardo um, He uh, he's very good, and uh, you know he he has been ordained as the future of the United States men's national team. He's already have people who are charting out the next you know five years of his career. I saw a tweet the other day from a U.S. men's national team fan where they're like, Oh boy oh, yeah, Pepe, you know, he should go to Ajax next year, and then uh, he'll what? be 19 at Ajax, and then in a couple years' time, he, he moves from Ajax to, like, uh, AC Milan or Bayern, and he'll be 21, and, and then he'll be playing for Bayern. And I'm like, y'all got to chill. Like, relax. Why do you act
2: like you know this man's life? You uh, can't
1: plan what's going to happen for this dude for the next three, four years of his life. Like, you know oh what's happening. Lord. Like, so th- there's renewed European interest in Ricardo Pepe right now, but, uh, you know. There's people like Matt Doyle who are like, he should stay in MLS one more year, especially at least through the world cup cycle, because he's going to get playing time in Dallas. If you want him to be the the guy for the U S men's national team in the upcoming world cup, is it better that he's getting consistent minutes for FC Dallas or that he's riding the bench of God knows where, you know, some weird German team. Yeah. So
2: it's, it's definitely better. And I look at the, the Busio situation right now. Busio's playing right mm-hmm. now. Uh, is he on a bad team? Yes. Yes, he's on a bad team. <laughs> uh, but he's playing. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what needs to happen. Is he getting on the stat sheet? Yeah. He's assisting yeah. for goals and stuff. But well, R- Ricardo Pepe, what? Is I was not- going to say, and, and, well,
1: no, he is. And, and, and the thing about Buzio is if uh, Venezia ends up going down at the end of the year, if, if Buzio plays well, Maybe that's, they can flip him for, you know, to a team that's either coming up that wants a, a, a guy with Serie a experience or to a team that's a you know, mid table team. And, and so, and if they're able to do that, then we get, what's it? 20%, I think, sell on. So
2: something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The old, the old MLM pyramid scheme.
1: Assuming they pay us because right now, Boa Vista has apparently not paid either Houston or Dallas for Albert Elise or Reggie Cannon. Oh my so, God. So what do they do? Like legal action? Do they go to world court? i don't i don't know i mean eventually i assume they will pay but right
2: now that's a law and order our next two
1: opponents have not been paid for their biggest outgoing transfers of the last couple of years
2: oh my god so we're getting people when they're financially down <laughs> yeah so
1: there you go but oh god Dallas you know, Pepe's good um but you know they're they're gonna be um uh, a little short staffed in terms of uh, you know they have some some yellow card suspensions I want to say Ryan Hollingshead is, is on a yellow card suspension and there's okay. a couple other players who who are injured so they still have good you know Pepe's good Paxton Pomacall's good but this is
2: rough dude Dallas always plays us very well okay it's it's borderline turned into a weird little rivalry the last few times mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scared about it well they don't have Michael Barrios anymore Sure. Because he's in Colorado,
1: and he was always annoying as hell.
2: But they still have people on there that you know. Didn't we just play them back in May at their place or and lost? Uh
1: yeah. So our last game, uh, we played them in July in their play at their. Uh,
2: well, I was we in Houston. Lost. We played in May. I don't know.
1: We lost at home in July, uh, right? To Dallas, and then we won on the road in Dallas in August. We did play Houston at home in May, and we lost to Houston. That's the we, one I'm
2: thinking about, Houston. Okay. Or
1: Houston was on the road, and we lost to Houston. Then we won in, at home. I don't know. We played Houston twice in May. We Still split it one-on-one. It's, it's a Texas week. Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. Yeah. So Dallas is going to be interesting, especially with no no Graham Zussi. It could be Caden Pierre, who just, by the way, scored his first professional goal with Sporting KC2. So – so
2: there we Good go. Good for him. We'll probably see him on Wednesday on tonight. It's possible, but uh, how are you feeling about Dallas? Uh, a little nervous. I mean, the the right back situation is a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't imagine we'll see Polito. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. The games are coming hard and fast now, so they are. It's just a matter of uh, righting the ship here because we're we're still in second place. Mm-hmm. Let's not get crazy. First place is still very much attainable, which means a first round buy in the playoffs, which means more home games for us, you know. So,
1: yeah, it's Let's true. See what happens, man? You know, um, damn it's, true. It, it's it's Matt Hedges, by the way, who's suspended on yellow card accumulation. So one oh, that's of the big deal starting defenders, yeah, is, is out. Uh, Vancouver, uh, their last game, or excuse me, Dallas, their last game was against Vancouver. They lost one to zero. Uh, they have a 6-12-9 record. Do we not in... play
2: Canada teams anymore? What's that about?
1: Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, we
2: just decided Miami and Canada doesn't exist this year. <laughs> it's weird.
1: Uh, Dallas is in 11th place, one point per game, and they have a negative six goal differential. So they are not good. No, but they will be against us because that's what happens, dude. It sounds weird, but I, I think – I'd be happy with a draw and I think we're going to get a draw. I don't think we're winning this game God. and that's annoying as hell.
2: You got to think we come out hard though, right? Like super strong coming off of, of Sunday's loss at home. Yeah. But I mean, you got to think we, we come hard. I don't know. Kyrie Shelton's going to be doing some shit. Johnny's going to want another goal, <laughs> you know, cause Johnny freaking is scoring now all of a sudden. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, 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 I'm expecting a draw. If it's a win, I'll be happy, obviously.
2: I don't think we'll lose, but I think – Daniel hasn't scored in a bit. Daniel might get on the, on the sheet again. Yeah, Daniel. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, Daniels, um, no Daniels. Just wait. Wait for that. <laughs>
1: Daniels, <laughs> no that Daniels. That, that is true. Uh, so, that Dallas uh, tonight, Houston on Sunday. Uh, Houston has Vancouver tonight, so they, they are playing a, a Canada team. Uh, Houston will come to Children's Mercy Park
2: on Sunday – I think
1: that's a win. I do.
2: Well, I, it should be. It's an afternoon game. Mm-hmm. Weather will be a little mild. Could be a could be a good tailgating day, my friends. I think uh, that's true. That's
1: true. I think um, I think Alan Polito returns on Sunday. I don't think we'll see him tonight. I think he'll return on Sunday. I think uh, we'll have Graham Zusi back on Sunday. So I'm feeling pretty good. Houston also not a good team. They are in 12th pace, place, one point behind Dallas. Uh, they have a minus 10 goal differential. And they are straight up winless on the road, 8 and 6. So I think, uh, I think we get three points out of this, uh, this Houston game. So I think we come out of these next two games with, with a total of four points. But obviously, if we get six,
2: I'll be happy. Yeah, you wait for that six, man. It's coming. It is coming. So we be Keenan. kind of uh, what I'm going with. I, I think we're fired up. We are fired up. Okay.
1: You heard it here first. So, um, you mentioned Daniel Shallowy, uh, the, the news about Daniel Shallowy is he got called up once again to, uh, the Hungary national team. So what are the dates for that? Uh, he will play, um, with Hungary when they host Albania on October 9th in Budapest. And then they will travel to London to face England on October 12th in Wembley stadium. Now we play on Sunday, that's October 3rd. Then he'll leave, go to them with them on the 9th and the 12th and then we do not play between the 3rd and the 17th so he should not miss any games although speaking of Canada our next game after uh, Sunday oh, wow. is in Vancouver October 17th so I guess that. it kind of depends on Canadian travel restrictions whether Daniel Shallow can play or not
2: oh it also depends that that freaking game is 9 o'clock on a Sunday my friend <laughs> what is happening
1: yeah so but uh, shout out to
2: Daniel Shalaby.
1: Congrats, uh, getting another international call up for some uh, some World Cup qualifiers.
2: It's a big deal so, for him, man. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh, you know I get into these World Cup qualifiers. I I've done an ancestry DNA test, so I'm like, where where do my allegiances lie? You know yeah. what I mean? And I found out, I'm like I'm like 33 Scottish. So like me and Johnny Russell, we boys pretty much basically we, we twins. Boys basically twins uh i i probably need a sword of some sorts uh because i think scottish people have swords maybe they paint faces and we watched outlander together you know me and johnny
1: is your impression that scottish people have swords solely because of drew mcintyre
2: it's it's a drew mcintyre thing yes it is <laughs> <laughs> just checking it is so. it is, yes, sir. It is. <laughs> um well shout out to drew mcintyre
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm turning red because i'm embarrassed <laughs> didn't think you get called out that way did you i
2: didn't know i don't know how <laughs> uh, well versed you are at your uh, wrestling knowledge
1: <laughs> i've seen the thing here too here and there and uh yeah no i knew he had he had, had a sword at one point well, so you know
2: my worlds collided that one of the uh interviewers on wwe is freaking atlanta united's uh yeah. interviewer it's so weird it's inc- it it's is insane. odd
1: and doesn't he go by two different names?
2: Yeah. They got to give him like a stage name, you know, but it's, it's just kind of like, it just feels so weird. was like my world, dude. are two oh different worlds. God. I try, I try to keep separate for so long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know, other news outside of the games, obviously the, the, the big sporting KC news outside of uh, the Johnny Russell uh, contract extension is Seth Sinovich has officially retired. You know, he is one yeah. of the longest uh, reigning sporting Kansas city defenders, even though his last couple of years, he was not with the club, Uh, He is also from Kansas City. so See that
2: victory lap he did? Mm -hmm. Walked around the whole damn field. Everyone needed pictures and autographs. And I was like, what the hell is he doing this for? What is going on here? And I think that's really neat. But I also thought what's more neat is that Peter, in a press conference about Seth, was like, we tried to even bring people in to challenge him for his spot. And Seth would always just take his spot back oh yeah and he's like that's so admirable in a player like and we talked about it on the podcast too we're like i don't know man seth might not might, he might lose a spot and then he comes right back
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it was i think it was mike Kuhn on twitter who like every time seth would come back like he tweeted out a a, a meme of thanos when he's like i am inevitable oh it's is like, inevitable it's seth yeah.
2: he absolutely is and, and that's just that's, that's so admirable man they showed I mean, a big old highlight package of all his uh uh, accomplishments and stuff that was really cool
1: I can't even think of all the people that they brought in over the years to try to uh you know there was a Marcel de deal for a while where they brought him in yeah Rodney Wallace he was there for a right. while god I forget um, all
2: these people because Seth kicked him to the curb like immediately
1: Emiliano Amor was not Emiliano okay. Amor um he was the center back uh, Igor Juliao. they brought him back at one point well, wasn't um,
2: Amadou Dia kind of challenging one Dia, time? Amadou Dia,
1: yeah, like so they just kept bringing, and there's probably another one or two people that we forgot.
2: Bro, someone uh, needs to make a spreadsheet. Like, All the people <laughs> that challenged Seth for a spot, the list is long.
1: Yeah, and he just kept winning it back. I mean, the closest he got was probably uh, Marcel De Jong. He 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 started for a, quite a, a a little bit of time there over a season or two, but Seth yeah. worked his way back. Forgot so, about that guy. Yeah, but. Shout out to Seth Sinovich. He left a, wrote a very long, uh, heartfelt letter to SKC and SKC fans. It's on sportingkc.com. You can go read that. So, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll try to get Seth. We'll see.
2: On the podcast. We're, we're, we'll see. We're trying. That'd be neat. We're trying. So, I mean, you know, when someone's not an active player, they can really uh, open up and, and give us some fun stories, right? Yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be Probably fun better. to ask him more about,
1: you know, what it was like especially looking back on his career now with all of the
2: oh, uh, and yeah. i know
1: you know tuesday he was on the sporting kc show with nate and Alley. so maybe they went over this a little bit but you know we'll we'll see if we can get him and ask him some of
2: this so yeah that'd be cool
1: let's uh you know we we have a, a couple of questions here um we're running out of time so i might only read one of them here uh connor bateman who uh, by the way this is hilarious i don't know if he changed his twitter handle because of this or what but his ha- twitter handle now is at connor with a k3 so uh i'm not oh sure if God. he changed his twitter handle but he goes on last week's podcast dan mentioned me as c baits and i would prefer yeah. because that's connor <laughs> with a k though i do appreciate the
2: nickname so that was the first part of his tweet hey baits man k baity i dig it okay that's kind of that's I, you know, I don't always uh, uh, see the Twitter questions. You usually uh, spring them on me here, so I don't know who asked what. And I, I'll i own that mistake, man. I'll own it that, uh, you know, your parents spelled your name wrong. It is what it is. But, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, uh, KB, man, it, it works. Connor with a K
1: is a little bit unusual.
2: It is, yeah. You're uh, you're you're Jimmy with an H. You're, the H is silent. How many people know that about you? Yeah, J-H-I-M-M-Y. That's it. You're right. Yeah. That's how I spell it.
1: Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but Connor said with only eight games left, how many points do you think we need to finish first in the West? And that's uh, an almost impossible question to answer, in all honesty. Uh, but uh, how many games left? Eight.
2: Wow. Okay. So 24 possible points. 24
1: possible points. We're two points back of Seattle. I mean, what would you say?
2: 16? 14? I,
1: don't, I would guess at least 16 of those yeah, 24, maybe 18, 19. Two thirds. I mean, three of those points are are against Seattle.
2: Well, shoot it. Say say 17 there. You know, make an odd number there. The issue Um, is
1: they are two points ahead of us with a game in hand.
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: So Um, that's why I'm thinking it's probably at least 18 or 19, maybe if we really want to jump that. Because, I mean, look,
2: Seattle's good, man. Let's relax. We got Colorado right there, too. Colorado's over here like, how come no one's talking about us? They might make people talk about them. uh, Colorado's
1: very good. I mean, Seattle plays Colorado um on, on sunday
2: wow. so that'll be a How big game all that schedule there
1: uh we you know seattle has colorado twice in october
2: damn okay
1: so um, that's
2: huge for colorado
1: it's huge for colorado seattle and, damn in october seattle plays why do they have so many they have six games in october um seattle plays colorado twice they play us once and then they play lafc who's not great but on any given night can can pull something out so yeah
2: uh you know that's rough dude they could has seattle really had their slide that they like to have every year i mean not really now's a good a time as any drop well, them down here's the other problem
1: jordan morris is getting real close to coming back yeah so maybe they throw him in the mix and he makes them bad and they beat us yesterday with no nicholas ladero
2: this
1: uh sunday yeah. or sunday whatever it is i don't know why i said ain't yesterday playing, ain't
2: playing on no tuesday
1: no he's not even playing yeah. on monday
2: no ladero yeah again man we just i don't know that's rough they got a good squad they mm-hmm. do and they'll be fun to watch and you know decision day is gonna be everything like it seems to shake up all the time you think someone's gonna run away with it and no one ever does yeah. it always comes at the last freaking game
1: well uh sporting kc daily on twitter pointed out 2013 seattle beat skc at home skc wins mls cup whoa 2021 now I would venture to guess between 2013 and 2021, Seattle has also beaten SKC at home. So we're cherry picking data here a little bit.
2: It's all right. I'm all about it. I'll allow it.
1: You know, we'll see. Uh, And and then Daniel Gooden asks, should we try it for first place or whatever we can get? He goes, I feel like we're better on the road because teams open up more than when we play them at home. So
2: DG, come on, man. We freaking go for first. Yeah. Like absolutely, we're so close, right? You, I mean, you're you're two points out. There's oh, no yeah. way you don't go for first, dude. I'm like, I'm all into man. Things are ramping up. It's almost freaking October. Like it's time to go. What are you drinking? Purple Shasta. What is that? That's a, that's a bubbly blackberry sparkling water. You drink the bubbly. I love bubbly. I only got it because Michael Bublé's in the commercial, and I'm a bubla <laughs> maniac. But uh, it's good stuff.
1: <laughs> I like bubbly. Uh, my my preferred sparkling water though, Topo Chico. Okay. Don't get give me, crazy. Give me that Topo Chico on the glass. And just straight stream no. not, not even the flavored ones, just a straight up mineral water. Okay. Oh, yes.
2: I'll check it out. But you, uh, you know, go to a Buble show sometime. It'll change your life. <laughs> I'm in the fan club. It's a big deal. Okay. I'll do
1: that. Um, that's most of the news and everything we have this week. Now, I, you know, FC Cincinnati did fire their coach, Jop Stom. I don't know how you say that name. Don't come at me. If, I'm sure that's wrong. But, um, <laughs> I think it's a soft J. It's a Jop. Jop Stop Stom. Um, but, you know, he uh, he was not doing well. Cincinnati was not doing well. Um, and, People
2: say they should bring in Bob Bradley.
1: Oh, my God. There was an article about that. <laughs> um, and, you know, this was a tweet from uh, Mike McGrew on Twitter, at Zavagtastic. Uh, Sport and KC have had six full time and interim coaches since they began in 1995, he says. Now, arguably, it could be five because one of those interims was interim twice. So, five different people since we began as a club in 1995. Mm-hmm. FC Cincinnati have had six full time and interim coaches since May of 2019, two years ago, the okay. same amount that we've had in the last 27 years almost. Well, that's fun. So, FC Cincy. Not a good team, not a good organization. <laughs> but that's, I think, all I got for our,
2: our, our good fans this week. You got anything else, dude? No. Let's, uh, you know, double game week, man. I mean, double game week, six points, Western Conference points against people that really don't matter. They're bottom feeders. They're they're freaking krill at the bottom of the ocean is what they are. But these are points for the taking. If you want to win the
1: West, you got to. I mean truly si- gotta have them. six points this these couple of games would be huge for for yes, keeping dude. us right there in the middle of that that hunt for first place
2: if there's anything we learned this episode it's that seattle's good texas in general just sucks that's a you know take that for what you will the state of texas just, just sucks sean goodwin told you yeah sean told you and uh, <laughs> uh canadian teams don't really exist <laughs> does canada even exist in general i don't know apparently we play vancouver soon i had no idea i've never been to canada so i cannot confirm myself uh, we should go man we should go over for some uh, french fries and gravy you know i'd mm-hmm. love to
1: go to a game in toronto now montreal's got the poutine but yeah but
2: toronto's got toronto has been called the vegan capital of the world let's go to toronto i'm super interested so i'm gonna
1: try i got a buddy in toronto if it Dude, exists if I'm... it exists maybe he doesn't we... exist we
2: want to go like that's a thing man so that's
1: should, been on my list pair
2: that with the skc game
1: or something that's been the road game on my list for a long time that i want to get to and it's just we just so infrequently
2: play in toronto well, we don't play them this year right, right. at all so right. so we'll see here sure.
1: but uh thank you all so much for listening thank you gary is that gary gary was the guy who stole the old woman's ipad for uh, uh that was george man george wrong G that name. was george that was that george was...
2: Who was the, what was the lady's name? Joy, yeah.
1: Joy, Joy down in my heart. Joy, Joy,
2: Betty Heart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, thank you for for leaving that five-star rating and review. If you have not yet done so, go do it. Uh, make sure you uh, leave us uh, a good review and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nootherpod at dancoozer at jcmac03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Uh Shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Get your hello tushy bidet at hello slash no other for 10% off. It's uh it's getting toward holiday season. You know what's a great gift is a hello tushy bidet, 10% it's off a clean holiday bum. Clean your hiney, a holiday hiney that's clean. Yeah. And uh and, and get a uh, 10% off a of bidet. They just released a new version, I think I saw, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, dude. So get get your 10% off there. And uh, you know what? it's getting toward colder weather jacket weather you know what would, would, would go well with with a nice little bit of crisp fall air Ooh. is uh no other pod hoodie no other pod crew neck sweatshirt so, so you got I got sweatshirt my shirt on now my white one with the rainbow word mark right now so yeah uh you know head over to uh, bit.ly.com slash no other pod or check out the links in our bios on social and uh get yourself some swag so Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week, hopefully with a double victory pod. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. It's Texas
2: week, baby. Heidi partner. heidi partner. Yeehaw, y'all.